Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining me on the show is Jim from JT Fitness in St. Paul, Minnesota. Welcome to the show, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Good. I'm doing? glad to hear that. Yes, I'm very excited to have you here in the podcast today to learn more about what you have going on at your facility. And, you know, as we spoke about, you know, before the podcast started, you've been in this industry for 30 years. So I'm very excited to hear your insights, what has worked for you, what hasn't. But before we dive into, you know, the business side of things, I kind of want to work in a, you know, backwards fashion here. So, you know, three to six months from now, what are your goals with the gym business? Try to survive. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, because right now, everything's on a down slope. What I mean by down slope, somewhat of a recession. Mm-hmm. Nobody's, nobody has extra money to, to really just go out and say, I'm going to hire a trainer to make mm-hmm. my life better right now. Everybody's being conservative and holding back the things that really is important to them, which personal training is not that important right now in some people's life. Some are, some aren't. Okay, so right now, just trying to, would that be, you know, getting more people in the door? What is that? Getting more trainers there? What does that look like for you? Getting more people in the door. Okay, awesome. More more people that you would normally get, you have to go out and search for these people. Normally, if things were were somewhat on on the level of uh, where the um, economy was really booming, Mm -hmm. in terms of extra money, I say, uh, they, they come in. Because it's a luxury for them to come in and do that. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, goal three to six months is to get more people in the door. So let's start, you know, with where you're at right now. So how many people are you currently serving at your facility at this moment in time? 35. Okay. 35 clients members right now. So, you know, with that being said, what is the, you know, size of your facility? 35 by 35. Okay, so 35 members with 3,500 square feet? Right. Okay, awesome. So, so with those two things, you know, what kind of services do you offer? So, like, why don't you give the, you know, listeners your elevator pitch of what, you know, you would tell someone about your facility? Well, one thing about, one thing about my facility is this. It's, I label it as a personal training facility. Anything you want to do in terms of being an athlete or getting in better shape, we can do right here. You know, for instance, we have a running track inside the building. We have plyometrics, free weights, and machines. And all of that being said, these are some of the things that you need to have if you're going to try to, you know, get yourself in better shape, mm-hmm. along with nutritional um, tips that we give out. Okay, awesome. So, you know, what kind of services are there? Are there, you know, you know, personal training, group? What does that look like, all your services there? Well, the services consist of personal training, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. group training in groups of two to three and massage therapy. Okay. Awesome. So group training, one, like one-to-one personal training, you know, small group training there and massage therapy. Okay. So, you know, with that being said, in terms of your members, like in terms of your members right now, how have you gotten those people through your door and into, you know, new members? Well, what kind of marketing strategies have you utilized? Word of mouth. Okay. Word of mouth is the best 
way to uh, get a client in this business because if you're doing a good job, it will show. And if it shows, someone will see that person say, oh, where do you work out? Uh, I work out at JT's Fitness. Give me his number because I like what I see. You know, a visual, you can't get past a video because it is what it is. It is right in front of you. And no matter how many times you can get on TV and say, come do this and come do this until someone actually sees what your product is done, that's the way you get it done. 100%. I do agree there. You know, word of mouth is the best way to, you know, get new clients in terms of conversion rates because let's just say you have a client, right? And he's out in the public and one of his friends sees him and he's like, hey, how are you doing? Exactly. It's like, there's a higher probability of them becoming a new member because they see the results right then and there. Right. Right. So I'm curious with the word of mouth, you know, how many people does that normally bring to your facility every month in terms of new members? Two. Okay. Two members, two new members every month through the word of mouth. So is that somewhere? What what was that? Think about this. If, you picked up two clients every month at the rate of pay that is being paid. Any advertising you do beyond that is a plus, is 100% plus because you didn't do anything. Someone came in because someone told you that they didn't see anything. You didn't have to pay some guy to put your name on a billboard or put your name on a commercial to get that done. That guy came in because of word of mouth, or that young lady came in because of word of mouth because something you did in the physical sense mm-hmm. made them look better. Yeah. So with that, you know, lead flow right now, is that somewhere you're comfortable with or do you want to, you know, bring more people in so you can serve more people and ultimately increase business? Anyway, anyway I can get it. I'll take it. Okay. Awesome. Would it be word of mouth? Would it be advertising? It doesn't really matter. It's just a matter of saving money versus making money. Okay. So, you know, along with the word of mouth, you also use, you know, social media. So Facebook, Instagram to market in terms of organic. So content stories on Instagram. I have a commercial, a running commercial. Okay. So is that a commercial on television or what does that look YouTube. like? YouTube. Okay. It's on YouTube. Hadn't made, to, hadn't made to TV yet because keep in mind on the television it's going to cost a little bit more. 100%. Yeah, it's extremely expensive to yeah. get on the TV. Yes. Yeah. On YouTube, it can play as long as it wants to. As long as people keep watching it and keep refreshing it, it'll go. So as long as you have people looking at it, someone's bound to say, hey, I'm in, I'm in or I'm out. You know, we'll keep looking to find someone. For example, when in Minnesota, where I am, mm-hmm. is that when you look for personal training, my name is the first one that comes up, which is a plus. Because mm-hmm. why? Because I keep it on there and I keep refreshing. If you don't refresh it, it'll go back underneath to the to the back of the room. Mm-hmm. But if it keeps being refreshed, first name comes up, it's me. So therefore, if you call and you want you looking through to the page of trying to find a personal trainer, all of a sudden, boom, JT. Okay, all of a sudden, let me check that out. So I check that out. I see something. I might see something I like, something I don't like, but all of a sudden, I see something. Now mm-hmm. I'm on the phone. I make an appointment. I go in, I see the place. I like or I don't like. I like him or I don't like him. But guess what? You came through the door. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like you're running YouTube advertisements or, yes. okay, awesome. Okay, cool. So, you know, how has your experience been with that for the listeners? Because, 
you know, me personally, I haven't spoken to a gym owner yet who has used YouTube advertisement side. They've only used, you know, Facebook, Instagram. So I'm curious, Mm-mm. how has your experience been with the YouTube advertising? Because when I'm on YouTube, nobody knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 30 years of business, nobody knows you. All of a sudden you show up someplace, something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't miss. And on top of all that is that the commercial I run, it's not your typical gym commercial. It has a little comedy twist to it. Mm-hmm. Something that gets you to say, hey, that's the funny. Let's go check that out. I mean, if you could see my, my, my commercial, you do the same thing. Because in the commercial, it's people doing things they enjoy and talking about it. At the very end, there's a little catch from me to you that you wouldn't okay. forget. You wouldn't forget it once you saw it. It's like, oh, I like that. Okay. You, want, you want to leave with the attitude of, uh, I mean, the impression of saying, I like that. I want to go check that. You want to give them some kind of reason to come and see what's going on. Yeah. yeah so it sounds like you, you, you know, with the YouTube advertisement, you're approaches to make it a little bit like kind of funny so it like grabs the interest of the right, viewer right and makes like them what? inquire for services or to and come and check out your facility yeah strike their interest yeah okay yeah. okay if i make if i make you laugh i can make you happy it's true yeah. you make them laugh make them like you increase the no, overall man. probability of closing them as a new client right so yeah. Think i'm about curious it. You know, with the YouTube advertisements, how has that been so far in terms of, you know, new members? How many people do that normally bring into your door every month? On the average, one. That's all we need is one. Okay. If you get one, you've succeeded. If you get nothing, you fail. Okay. One is all you need. Okay. Well, there's one, there's another one, and there's another one. Pretty soon, you got five, you got six. One every time they don't leave, they stay. That's the whole key. You want to make them stay. You want to give them a reason to stay with you. I have class been with me for twenty years. You know, that's that's what you bring to the table. If you're doing it right, you're you're really into what you're doing. Your clients will stay. Yeah, it's very important to get quality people in your facility because. Obviously, as you probably know, the industry average of, you know, churn rates is 10%. So for every 10 people you have, one person is going to drop off. That's 10% every month. So it's like 10 people in, one person off. 10 people in, one person off. So it's very important to target quality, you know, people to become your clients, right? And that'll also help in terms of retention over time and having right. those folks, like, you know, spend more money with you. So, right. okay. So you have, you know, really utilized the word of mouth. You should and the YouTube advertisement. So I'm curious, you know, is that in-house or is that, you know, an extension to a third party, you know, marketing agency with YouTube advertisements? That's on the third part. Okay. So how has your experience been with that marketing agency for the listeners? Because, you know, many gym owners do use the marketing agency and it's just, you know, very curious to hear about how that works. I'd say 55th with word of mouth. Okay. Because word of mouth, like we discussed before, it is what it is. You see it, there it is. Yeah. You know? With the marketing, you have to really buy into it. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't buy into the marketing, you don't you won't look at it, you know, because you've seen so many ads and so many people say this and other things about what they can and can't do. But if you actually see it, then there's belief there. Seeing is belief. If I see it, I believe. 
Okay. Okay. So, you know, along with those two strategies, have you ever, you know, gone into the social media side of paid advertising or have you just completely stayed away from, you know, the Facebook and Instagram? Have you just not gone into it at all? I started out that way paying into it, but when I realized that I put more money into it and got less and got less and nothing out of it than word of mouth. That's why I started going to word of mouth. Okay. That's when things start to change. When mm-hmm. I said to myself, if I if I put out a good product, someone will see it mm-hmm. and someone will want it. So I started focusing on putting out a good product, not so much as trying to get everybody in the gym, but just focus on one thing, that one person to make that one person better and that be my advertisement. Okay. So for the listeners here who, you know, are maybe, you know, considering the paid advertising route through the Facebook and Instagram, you know, what do you think made it so that it didn't work out? People, people don't all often tend to look at the things you look at in terms of what they want to find out about themselves. They find out from by seeing someone else in the vid, like I said, the visualization, someone else coming by and saying, Oh, what do you work out? Okay, JT's all man, you look good. Or, you know, you look real, very nice. I like the way you look. I like to do some of the things you're doing. Where do you go? Things like that. Because we, we like I've said all the time, we can always try to market things, but it comes right down to is seeing is believing. And yeah. the vision that you have of, of another human being looking a certain way appeals to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like seeing is believing. I do 100% agree there. But do you think that, you know, if you were able to, you know, implement, you know, the results that you gave for your clients into the paid advertising, do you think that would bring any kind of, you know, increase of lead flow if you did use the paid advertising, like paid advertising side? Well, it, it, it comes down to, in my opinion, it comes down to how much do you really want to put into that? How much money do you really want to put into the advertising of paying someone to advertise do you feel like you can do more on your own by word of mouth or advertising your own self, taking yourself out and go out and have, put cards in your pocket and pass out cards, you know, that way, or just, you know, being on YouTube saying, here I am, not, not knowing, nobody knows who you are, ever seen you before, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, here you are on the screen. Now they got to try to find out if they believe in you mm-hmm. and what you're doing. And you got to sell all these points to, to just, get noticed but that's the way i see it i just i just i started one way and i found a better way by just doing what i do now okay yeah well so for the listeners here you know my opinion here is that you know facebook advertising instagram advertising any kind of social media advertising which i'm glad that you have you know gone into the youtube side Mm -hmm. it is beneficial that is the best way nowadays because let's just be real about it Everybody's on their phones, on their computers, and that's the best way to reach them, right? So, I mean, the best way to go about, you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube advertising is to understand how to do it, understand how to target the certain people that you want. So your ICP, your ideal client profile, you know, what's their age? You know, are they male, female, other are, you know, where they live, what are their goals, what's their current body size, and what's their income range? Um, so with all of that, I mean, you'd be able to really target the ideal client that you want through it. But um, to, you know, transition from that into more of like a sales process here, 
what does the process look like for you, Jim? You know, new, you know, new cold lead comes to your facility or, you know, hears about you from, you know, word of mouth. What does the process look like from new cold lead to new paying member? Me and my pitch and letting them know what I can do for them. Yeah. So basically, when, when you interview someone, I, I have a rule that I go by. I ask a question. The question is, why me? Why would you want to come and see me? Why would you want to work out with me? And from that perspective, a person will let you understand where they're coming from. Most importantly, they'll tell you about why you. And, and when you find out why you now, guess what? The groundwork is laid. I know why you came. Now I know what to do for you. I right. can help you, or I can't help you. I'll find someone that can help you. Okay. Or what you're trying to do, you know, because a lot of a lot of trainers get clients in that doesn't look like they can really do anything or really want to do anything. Just come in to just kill time, mm. and I've had experience with just shutting them off. Well, no, I can't help you. You need to do something else. I'm not that way. If you have a will to do something, I have a way to help you. Okay. That's my motto. There's a will, there's a way. If you're willing to do it, I'm willing to help. Hundred percent, I agree with that. I don't, I don't care what you look like. So, you know, what is the process from, you know, stepping in? Do you, you know, greet them with a smile? What does that look like? And then sit them down, interview. How do you, like, what does that all look like there? Well, first of all, when you come in, I tell you, we're coming in for an interview. I'm interviewing you. You're interviewing me. I'm interviewing you. So you have a choice to say, I want to. I have a choice that says, I can't. Okay. I can't work with you. You say, I can't. I want to work with you. Once we come to that agreement and find out what it is that you're really looking for in terms of working out and bettering your life, then we'll sit down and draw up a plan. The plan is to find out where you want to be at this particular time, five months from now, two months from now, what do you want to look like? What are your expectations? What are your goals? Tell me what it is that you want me to do for you. Okay. So sounds like you mainly, you know, handle that process. And I'm curious here in your, you know, facility, are there other trainers or is there a manager or is it only you that is, you know, wearing all the hats of the business? I'm wearing all the hats. Okay. Okay. So I'm curious here, you know, along with providing the best service possible to your clients, how do you keep your clients for the long term? Because you did mention that you've had clients for almost 20 years now. So I'm curious. The way that, only my opinion, is that when you come to me, I give you just what you ask for and then some. I try to encourage you to step out beyond where you think you are to retire goals. Because if I don't challenge you, you will never succeed at anything other than what you just come to get. I want you beyond where you are. If you say, I want to go 10 steps, I want you to take 15. So that it, it doesn't become just something you did. It becomes habit. Okay. And you come to me, personal training, doing personal training, working out. This is not just personal training. This is your new way of life. Yeah, it's a lifestyle more than anything. We're going to change your life right here. Right here now, we're going to change your life. If you want to do this, let's get going. If not, I'll find someone to do what you want to do. I'm going to go. Yeah. So you mentioned that you also offer massage therapy. I kind of want to, you know, hit on that real quick. Is that you or is that someone else that you kind of like 1099 contract out of your facility? That's me. Okay. I'm a licensed, I'm a licensed massage therapist also. Okay. Awesome. 
So, and, I also, and I also do rehabilitation. Okay. So it really just sounds like you have an all around approach for, you know, whatever person who may need your services in your gym, right? That's correct. Awesome. Cool. So, you know, second to last question here for you, you know, Jim, you know, in the fitness and gym world, there are three pillars to business. So the first being lead generation and acquisition. So getting, you know, more people, new people into the door and turn them into new members. Second being retention. So having those paying members for the long term and third being ascension. So increasing the overall lifetime value of each member. So having them upgrade their program at supplements or just having them, you know, spend, like spend more money with you out of those three, where do you think you, where do you think you can improve the most on and why? Why I could improve the most on? Yeah. I would say getting people in the door. Okay. Okay, cool. So last question for you here, you know, we already spoke on, you know, your short-term goals, but I'm curious, what are your long-term goals? So five to 10 years from now. Trying to get ready to retire. Trying to get ready to retire. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, Jim. Well, I think that's a great place to start to to wrap things up in this episode. But before we sign off, where can listeners find you on the internet? So your socials, your website, and your YouTube. If if you want to, I'm sorry, if you want to find me, just go to YouTube under JT's Fitness. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Jim, I want to thank you personally for hopping on the podcast today and sharing your insights and your story about, you know, the gym industry and to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. And don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your gym, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Eddie from Atlantic County Fitness in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hello. Thank you for letting me show up on your your podcast. Excited for the opportunity to have you here to learn more about what you guys do over there. But before we kind of dive down into that path, give me a little bit of background here. What was it that led to you going and, you know, getting started in the industry of being a gym owner? Well, it started off within about 2015 when I had joined a gym that was a CrossFit gym. Um, The owners were looking to make a move. They ran a successful gym for a few years and they wanted to move to Florida and they wanted to retire. And I happened to walk into the office one day and they know that I was a coach. I coached high school football, coached uh, little league baseball, coached pretty much every sport you could imagine. And I walked in the door and I was helping them coach some of their classes. And as I came through the door, they were talking about, you know, retiring. And he said, Hey, Eddie, would you mind, you know, you know, taking over? I don't want to close the doors. 
And one thing led to another where, you know, kind of spiraled into where I'm at right now. We started in 2017 in a, you know, only 13 or 14 members. Everybody kind of disbanded when they found out he was leaving and they weren't sure of me. So we started off with like 13, 14, and I'm up to 150 plus and triple the size of my building in the last five, six years. Wow. Okay. So, you know, this kind of came, an opportunity just came knocking and you took it. Yeah, this wasn't something I was looking forward to. I was like, I just walked (laughs) into a door, walked into a good situation. And, you know, he's like, hey, you know, you could have all this. And it looked really good on paper. And I really wasn't ready for it. And the members were kind of like weirded out because I was like the number four coach. I wasn't like the number two, number three, maybe not even on the list. But as I came in, they knew, you know, I really wanted to do this and I really wanted to get them to another level. So as I grew and they grew, they grew with me. I have only a few members that started with me and are still with me in the last, you know, five, six years. And there is some members in here that have been here longer than myself. The name has changed of the building. They were a different company. So when they left, I had to give them their name back because, you know, CrossFit wants to go with them. So I ended up changing it just to Atlanta County Fitness, just to have a fitness, you know, name across it. And it's grown. It's it's grown pretty well. I'm actually, I have three businesses within this building. So I have Atlanta County Fitness, Atlanta County Barbell, which is a barbell company. We do teach barbell classes and we do have a, a small barbell club. And then we have a nutrition company, Atlanta County Nutrition. So okay. we go through from top to bottom. Yeah, a little bit of everything. What would you consider to be kind of that bread and butter service that you provide right now? Um, Believe it or not, it's the community atmosphere. This is more of like, this is more of a community than it is anything. I mean, this is a living, breathing organism. I mean, the people come in here, they, they can't wait to come in. Some days I'm a few minutes late and I'm getting text messages. Hey, the doors aren't open yet. Let's go. And I'm like, just chill. I'll be there. You know, a lot of people can't wait to get in. This is a community that is a living, breathing organism. People love to be in here. And this is a different style of CrossFit. We have, I have from Tabata classes to strength training to, of course, CrossFit. We have functional training, sweat 60s. There's nine classes per day. And there's something for everybody in my room. Yeah, I love that. Super important. Obviously, you know, any sort of group fitness specifically and like kind of those CrossFit style, like community is what makes it so special. Like people love being a part of that community for many people, especially post pandemic, the one hour they leave their house per day is to go hang out with their gym fam. So it's really cool to be able to see that. Um, but in terms of, you know, from a business standpoint, would you say that the group classes are the, the bread and butter of what you guys do? Of course, yeah, the, the camaraderie, the, the pushing, the fun, the joking, we, we laugh a lot. I mean, we have some of the most fun when the classes are together. When we're out and about throughout the town, because we do a lot of stuff throughout our town, we're pretty big in our community. We do help out. We do a lot of things for actually... We, we're in the middle of three major towns or cities, villages, what do you want to call? So my back door over here, um, you can't see, but my road, my uh, entrance is right behind me to the building. And that is an intersection of three major cities right in the middle. So I could be on one side of the building and technically it's somewhere and over here is another one and right behind me is another one. And they come together in the right spot. This is the community building. People always talk about, hey, it was a great workout, but we had so much fun talking and catching up with, with whoever's here. Yeah, that's really, that's, I love that part of, of group fitness for me. Like, you know, when I first got started in CrossFit, I was a new mom 
never left my house. Like I lived, slept, and breathed taking care of my baby. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I decided to stumble into a CrossFit gym and it literally changed my life. I met people. I socialized. I took care of myself. And it's so encouraging to see other people and inspiring to see other people doing the same thing. Um, okay. So let's kind of get back onto the business here. You know, a membership mm -hmm. to your gym, what does that look like? Do you guys sell, is it kind of a pay per class? You sell it unlimited. Is there different class packs kind of talk to us about the options that you provide for your members? No, it's actually pretty simple. We actually, we offer one unlimited package. It's very tough to track people down. I mean, when it comes to money, it's tough and I get it. So for us, we have an unlimited package. It's $115. That gives you access to the whole building anytime, 24 seven. So it's not only the barbell room, it's the CrossFit room. Also gives you our saunas, gives you all the equipment in the back. This place is pretty big. It actually wraps around the whole entire complex. So there's something for everybody. We do offer the police department service workers, military, nurses, teachers. Uh, I'm going to say everybody who worked really hard during the pandemic, they're all considered service workers. So they get a discount. And then we have the friends and family discount, you know, three, four, five people who have, you know, more members. We give them a little bit more of a discount. So it's something for everybody. I do offer the three months package, but I don't go any more than three months. I want people to be comfortable and happy for being here and not paying a, a full year and not being happy. Three months. I'll give you three months. If I can't, if I can't give you what you want in 90 days, then either it's my fault or you're just not into the game. Okay. So you offer the three month, the unlimited, and of course some discounts for, you know, mm -hmm. um, of course. workers and things like that. Um, you know, with that 115 price point, is that somewhere that you guys have kind of stayed at pretty steady or is that, you know, has that recently increased, decreased? Like what? How, I haven't, what I haven't moved on the numbers now. My wife tells me I should, but I have not moved on the numbers, even though the economy is not really doing well. We we're here to get you to another level. And I know it's a business and I know money should always be involved. Um, we started at 115 and we've only been open a year and a half in this location. We were at 95 in the smaller location. We only upped it a few more dollars, you know, considering we went from a 4,000 square feet to a 16,000 square feet facility. So size, we should have increased more, but I'm in an area where it doesn't really pull that kind of, um, that kind of money. So I'm more here for you than I am for the business. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand that. And I think that, you know, we can definitely really care about our members and their success, but also run it as, as a business. Running a business is very tough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is, especially when you have a heart and you have a lot of empathy and, and sympathy for people. Yeah. Um, it, it gets hard. I mean, and really, I mean, some people will pull on your heartstrings. It's really tough. It's yeah. You hear the horror stories, hey, you know, I lost my job, but I really want to work out. And then you're like, okay, let's work this out. You know, we'll figure out a number that you're comfortable with or, hey, you know, hit me up next month. You know, do yeah. what you can, do the best you can. You know, I can't tell somebody, hey, you can't work out in here because you don't have enough money. I mean, yeah. they don't want to go to Planet Fitness for a dollar. And there's a reason for that. Now, I'm not using Planet Fitness as, a, as you know, a down. I'm not saying anything about Planet Fitness. So I don't uh -huh. want you to get any, I don't want you to get any hate mail for people who are Planet Fitness. But <laughs> people want a class style setup and if yeah. somebody walks in the store tomorrow or today whenever it says hey i just don't have enough to cover your monthly but i really want to work out mm -hmm. as a human being i could never say no right 
is that something that you see like like pretty commonly like do you feel like if you no like no i i i see other gyms and i hear the horror stories i mean i'm surrounded by crossfit i have one that is a crossfit um mile and a half i have another one about three and a half miles away one to the shore which is about six seven miles away and there's one to my south about you know maybe 10 minutes so i hear the horror stories between you know picking each one and someone will say hey i like this one but they don't do this hey i like this one we don't do that but we cover everything and i'm here to make you know try to make everybody happy so that's why we do more than just crossfit because again you can't live and breathe off crossfit it's just your body can't sustain every single day of crossfit yeah so there's a lot of things that we offer yeah um and I, I really I really like that and I really appreciate it. Do you think if you if you were to make the decision to raise your prices, do you think your members would pay? I think it would be I do a lot of the hey, I have a question. I'd like to have an answer on our membership page. Okay. And I do polls and I'm like, hey, like we just we just change over to a different programming company. And it was like a 60-40, you know, on the positive. People were used to the old one, but I wanted to evolve, you know, and just just to push the envelope a little bit more. So we went to a different company and everyone has to try it first. Money-wise, it's a little difficult. That's a different, that's a whole different question. The way the economy is right now, for me to tell people, hey, you need to pay five, 10, 15 more dollars to come to the gym, but you can't put that money in your gas tank or you can't put money into your, you know, into your, your market, go and go get milk. It's tough. I mean, where do you draw the line? So for me, keeping the money, even though the economy is horrible and everything is going up, of course, you know, it's on my side of the country, it's wintertime. We're going to be at 30, you know, 30 degrees, 20 degrees. So my heating bill is going to be off the charts, you know, and of course it eats into revenue, but again, it's, it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about business. It's, you know, it's my members. I try to, keep this as a family oriented and I try to keep everybody as close as possible because believe it or not, there's people who have would have never met in real life. If they were off the street, they would pass each other. Mm-hmm. But when they came into this building, they became best friends and now right. their kids. Have not. So seeing some days I just sit back and just watch what this building has created. And that's what keeps me moving. Yeah. You know, it's not something I've done. It's what this building has done. This building brings people together and it's in, in, in ways they would never imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really amazing to see the lives that we're able to impact, you know, by owning a, a business like this. Um, and so I'm glad to hear that's really what motivates you every single day. Um, so kind of talk to us a little bit, you know, about some of the areas of the business that you're looking to, to grow. Um, you know, right now, as things currently stand, how many members do you guys have? And are, is that a position where you're feeling pretty comfortable or are you looking to grow and expand upon that? Well, building wise, I can't actually get any bigger right now. This is the biggest facility in the South Jersey area. I'm actually the largest, I was, I want to say CrossFit, but I'm going to say functional training facility in South Jersey. I am the largest. Uh, do I need to go any bigger? Absolutely not. I think this is more than capable to holding what I have now. I have just about 150 members. Okay. Could I raise, could I get to about 180? Yes. Comfortably, probably 190. And that would probably be my, my limit 
when it comes to safety in the room. And we don't have like everybody's in here every day, but 190 would probably be my limit. If I were to push 200, I would definitely be looking for the property next door also too. So it's, and again, that's more money. I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable where we're at at 150. I think that's a really good number that uh, keeps my, my coaches in the game. It keeps me in the game. So we're not, you know, running crazy ragged with 20, 30 people in class. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, what have been some of the things that you guys, I mean, you know, in, in terms of space, it sounds like you have plenty of space. So yeah. <laughs> that's like every, more than enough, every gym owner's dream is to have a facility as big as yours. So definitely sounds like you have a decent space there. What have been some of the things that you guys have done to get your members in the front door? Like where do you guys go to find uh, new clients, new members? Well, if I can be honest with you, I actually don't advertise as much people think. I actually do have an advertising company. Um, she was one of our local celebrities. She was on NBC 40, our local NBC 40 in South Jersey. And she had retired and she started her own little advertising company. I do use her. Oh. I, I really don't advertise. It's more word of mouth. I mean, my my coaching staff, myself, my building, our, our gym speaks for itself. We actually don't go out and say, press the flesh. Um, it's more or less more, it's my members reaching out to their friends and family saying, hey, you really need to try this. And that's usually what does it. It's, it's word of mouth. It's, you know, you bring, you bring what you have to the table and let them decide on what they want. I'm not going to go out there and park my vehicle with all my name and my address and phone number in front of another, for another gym. I would never do that. Well, no, I mean, I would never <laughs> recommend well, but, there, but there's other gyms that actually will put their signs in front of mine. Ugh, I, I hate that. Yeah, I'll walk out one day and I'll see, Hey, you know, it's there and I, I know who they are and it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, word of mouth is huge in the industry in any industry, really, you know, uh, that's our favorite type of clientele is if we can get our members talking about how good our service is, how good our product is, they go out, we tell their friends, their barbers, their kids, teachers, mm -hmm. et cetera. And that's how it works. Yeah. And it's just like a constant flow. Is it hard to predict the rate at which we're going to grow from word of mouth? Yeah. But it sounds like yeah, you're in a position tough. where... For you, like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for you, it doesn't seem like you really care too much about the pace. You are no. happy with where you're at. Um, I, I am to a point. I mean, when I see the bills come in, I'm like, oh, I could use another 20 members, you know, yeah. or, hey, you know, I could have done this. I could have done that. Hey, we could have, you know, jumped on this for advertising. But the problem is, is one, the time, the time it takes to advertise and to really press out there. It's tough. I mean, well, I, I do work two jobs. I mean, um, we talked about this earlier. CrossFit doesn't pay the bills. And I do, I do have a real job. So I do have, you know, a 40-hour job that I do have to maintain to, you know, to maintain my, my, my family. And then this building sustains itself. So for me to be out and not seeing and not being with my family is kind of tough. So I don't go out to some of the events that we could be out there doing. But there's a lot of events that we take care of for the community that does put our name out there. Um, again, time. It's all about time mm -hmm. and timing, too. So Right, right. Definitely. So, you know, to dive a little bit deeper into the advertising side of things, I always like to ask, like, because I think in 2022, it's it's has its benefits. Um, are you guys like utilizing like the social media platforms at all or anything like that? We do uh, social media. We do Facebook. I do post when I can. Like some classes are so much fun that I'm into the class too much to go pick up my phone. 
Like I, I, to go run away from a class that is so much fun is, it would be a shame. And then to sit there and to change the whole atmosphere by putting my phone in front of their face. They're having so much fun and I'm going to interrupt them with the phone in their face. And it's, I do occasionally will go Facebook live and I'll put my phone somewhere up on here on the counter and it'll be in the general area, but sometimes I'll do that. And we do Instagram. I mean, that's, you know, the thing we have to do. I am not a big fan of social media. So for me personally, it's like, I really don't care about it, but I do know that is the the new way. Like yeah. I, I, my kids got me onto TikTok. Um, it's an addiction. So I got rid of that really fast. Yeah. Um, you just, it's too much. And then Snapchat, uh, my daughter uses it for the filters. So, you know, of course I had to get a Snapchat and I'm on it, but don't use it. So yeah. there, yeah, there is things I could do, but I'm just, I'm at that stage in my life where social media doesn't really affect my life. Yeah. I mean, like we don't have to like it. I'm not saying that. No, you don't have to, but of course like you social media. Like I'm not the biggest social media fan. I don't spend all my time no. to work on social media, but I do, I do understand the benefit of using it for growth for my business. Um, you know, we used it very heavily to find people in our area who might not even know that we existed. Usually the people who don't even know that we exist are the people that can benefit from what we offer the most. And it sounds like you have a pretty awesome service product, um, that people would want to take advantage of. So, um, yeah, social media has helped me a lot. Um, my next question for you here is like, if you had to look at the business right now, Ed, what would you consider to be your biggest bottleneck, your biggest challenge? And what are you going to do to work on, you know, ways to overcome that? That's a good question. Um, I really don't have anything that really bothers me. I mean, I look around and I do think of that all the time. Um, the biggest thing is actually, I'm probably going to say, I'm going to say holidays. Everybody falls through the holidays and then trying to keep their head in the game. You know, they'll, they'll go through two, three, four days of a holiday. And next thing I know, they haven't been here for a week. And I'm like, Hey, what's going on? You know? And then I'll say, Hey, you know, it's a couple of days off and then the weekend hit and then I got tired, I got lazy, you know, stuff like that. Other than that, it's just keeping everyone's head in the game. Everybody has, everybody has that wandering eye where, you know, something takes them away from their goal and keeping everyone's head straight is the hardest part. Yeah. So kind of keeping people, when you say keeping their head straight, like are you accountable to where they want to be? That just, someone has a goal and there's always that one thing, that one trigger that can just turn the direction, Mm -hmm. trying to keep them in that direction of the goal they want. And I try to help them get to that goal. Yeah. No matter what it is, I don't care what your goal is. It could be as ridiculous as it, as, as you know, anything, I will try to get you to that goal. I mean, there's realistic things. I, I tell them, hey, listen, you know, we have to talk about, you know, this particular thing. We can't do this. But I know what we can do in 90 days. Mm-hmm. And we'll get you to that goal. And then just keeping their head on that path, yeah. you know, no matter what, you know, hey, let's let's work on this. Hey, let's work on that. And then next thing you know, it just, you know, everything falls in line and they, they go. It's just keeping them on that path. That's my hardest thing is keeping people on the right track. Yeah. Um, do you have like, uh, accountability programs or like follow-up systems that you have, like with all of your members? Uh, That's actually me. That's that? actually on me. Okay. I keep, I keep believe it or not, my on. I mean, my phone unfortunately is everything, and I'm a paper guy, so I write everything down. And as people are working, doing their thing, I do you know write down and hold them accountable to everything. And at the end of 90 days, we go over things, and I'll say, hey, 
we've hit the 90 day point. Let's go over what you did when you first started. Here's your 60 day. Here's your 30 day. Well, I'll put it right in their face and say, this is what you've done. You should be proud of yourself. You've gotten this far in only 90 days. Let's see what we can do with the next 30, 60, 90. I build everything on a 90 day plan. I, don't, I really don't want to put out for a full year. Let's just do 30 days. Let's do 60 days. Let's do 90. Let's hit that point. And then after that, then we go a little farther. Let's reassess, retalk about it, then go on and see if we go from there. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, you know, very, very beneficial. How do you keep track of like all of those? Like, I mean, I'm assuming you have a decent amount of members. So how do you keep track of everybody? Paper. On paper. So like, do you go I write everything down. Like... <laughs> I do. There's, I, I, this whole entire back area, I can't even show you. It's papers and stacks of papers and names. And I know I should do it computer wise, but I'm old school. I write everything down and I like to show them. I hand it, hand them their file and say, here, you know, this is what you've done so far. You should be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have the latest equipment behind me. Um, we have, do have the scales in the back. I do have some of the machines. You might not be able to see them. They are behind me. You know, yeah. they come in, they can weigh in, they can do the body assessments. It's everything's behind me. And mm-hmm. we do it in the general public. I, w- I want them to be able to understand they can do it anywhere. They don't have to be hidden in a closet. They don't have to be hidden in one of the, in the sauna room. They can just, Come over here, do your weigh-in, do your thing, go to work. You don't have to be scared of the scale. Well, Not I'm I, saying weigh-in every day, but this is <laughs> we do we do it occasionally. Yeah. It's not an everyday. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, you know, since you know, you feel like that's your biggest challenge right now. I always like to kind of flip it and say, like, if you could look at your business right now and I could hand you, huh? you know, the magic wands, there's no limitations whatsoever you could achieve anything for your business. What would that picture look like for you? I would love for this to be like a one-stop shop. Okay. I'm talking just in general, they come in, everything that they need to get to the next level or in their athletic or whatever their goals are is here. You know, they don't have to go here. They don't have to go there. It's like a one-stop shop. You know, there's a room basically for everybody, but it's not an a la carte. You don't have to pay for this particular room, This not this one. Everything, you just walk in the door and do your thing. You don't have to be worried about being who you are, what you want to do, wear what you want, look what you want, be who you want. I don't care. This When you're in this room, in this building, this is your this is your place. You know, And that's what I want. I want everyone to feel as free as possible as they walk in the store. Yeah. And that actually is pretty hard to get someone to open up because they've been – out in the real world for so long and they've been bottled up and they can't be who they want to be when they're in here we have the most amount of fun Mm -hmm. what do you feel like you have to do ed to kind of become that one-stop shop like what do you feel like it's utterly important for you to focus on within the business now as things currently stand to take you to that spot down the road believe it or not it's uh it's that's a tough question um i like to see all my members get to a level to where not only they're confident in their athletic ability, but they're confident outside, you know, no matter what they want to do. I mean, that's the hardest part is confidence, you know, coming in and them knowing that when they come in here, not only are they being trained in athletics, but mentally they're going to be able to take what they do out here and be as confident in here as they do outside and whatever they're doing in their business mm-hmm. and their personal lives. Yeah, definitely um, a great, a great uh, piece there. Now, final question that I have for you, I want to give you an opportunity to share a piece of advice that you 
would hand off to somebody who was new to the industry. Maybe they just opened up their own gym or they just took over a gym like you. What would you share with them? Um, be prepared to be not only a close friend to whoever you're training or your group, your session, your member, whatever you want to call them, um, to not only be their best friend, but also to be their therapist. They're here for a reason. Right. They're here because there's something there's something wrong that they want to fix. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It could be anything. So be prepared to hear some of the things you're not prepared to hear. I mean, there's some things that, like I said, we, we, we talk about, you know, they'll, they'll talk about me with things that they won't talk about with their personal, you know, whoever. And there's things I know, and I will guide them in any direction I can. And they know that I will give them the truth. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not that kind of person. So when it comes to them asking me a question, I tell them all the time, if you're going to ask me a question, you had to be prepared for the answer that not only that, you know, I'm going to give you, but the answer you're not going to want to hear. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm very honest with everybody. I'm, that's the one thing I don't do is I'm not going to steer you in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I would want someone to be that person for me. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. Cause I think like a lot of times when we get into this industry, we really don't expect becoming almost like a therapist of sorts. It, um, it doesn't bother me actually. <laughs> I actually prefer it because if they don't have somebody, um, where are they going to go? Right. And if this is going to be that facility, that place, um, th- this is it, this has to be it. And if I have to be that person, so be it. I mean, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I actually would prefer them to talk to me than to sometimes talking to somebody who's going to, you know, a friend who's just going to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not that kind of person. That's very, very valuable. Um, last but not least, where can we go if we want to follow along your journey? What is your website? I know you don't really use Facebook or Instagram, but no. if you want, you can share those as well. well I'm on Facebook. You can look at Atlanta County Fitness, Egg Harbor Township. The same thing with um, Instagram. I really don't do my, my website. Everybody tells me it's horrible. Um, it does need to be a little bit updated. Uh, I, I didn't do it. It was somebody did it years ago. Um, my website, so it's don't even bother. But if you're looking at me on Facebook, it's Atlantic County Fitness, Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. And the same thing on Instagram. It's Atlantic County Fitness, Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. You can see most of our workouts, a lot of our members, a lot of things that we do in our communities all posted. Cool. So anybody's in the area, they can always come up and, you know, come in for a free trial or just have come and take a day. Yeah. We do, we do drop-ins if they want to come in and somebody wants to come in and just hang out, they can come in and hang out. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. I really, really appreciate it, Ed. Now, uh, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you would like to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description. We will get in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, it's Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Hannah, and joining us on this episode is Karina from Fuel Fitness in Santa Cruz, California. Karina, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm excited to have you on. Um, but before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on and how you run Fuel Fitness, first tell us a little bit about what made you want to start the gym in the first place. So I've been a trainer here for probably about 12 years and um, fitness. I actually have 15 years clean and sober. And it wasn't until I brought movement into my story that I was able to stay clean. And so I fell in love with the movement, just like I did when I was a young girl. I was very hyperactive, different than other ones, couldn't hold still. And movement became my best friend. And uh, my kid, my kids, my parents put me into swimming and um away I went with with that and it was just so therapeutic and uh yeah I just love it and you add community together with that and you just feel like you can conquer the world yes I love that I love that fitness like really was there for you at a tough time a lot of us can relate to that like a lot of us find fitness because we're going through something and it's always going to be there for you so I love that I love that you brought that to the community um but tell us Tell the listeners about how you describe fuel fitness to someone who's never been in before. And what are your services and what do you offer? Well, fuel fitness is a safe, non-judgmental place where people can come and empower themselves through movement with a community that backs them behind it. Um, We have a, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Um, How would you describe the services that you offer? Oh, so we do, uh, I do personal training, small group training, and then we have classes. We have strength classes, Tabata, HIT, and we also just um, added Matt Pilates. So we have a little bit of everything under one roof, and there's myself and four other trainers. Awesome. Yeah, sounds like you have a little bit of everything, something for everyone. Um, So how many members are you serving? We are at about 180 members right now, the last time I looked. Nice. Okay, great. And then you opened in May, correct? No, I opened in September. So it was a year. Yeah, it was a year in this September. We just celebrated a year open. Congratulations. That's amazing. I want to get Oh my God. Yeah. So many changes, so many things of being a business owner that you never ever think about. And um, yeah, just absolutely amazing experience. Yeah, I feel like the first year is always like a huge like learning experience. Um, oh my god, <laughs> yes. We have so much to talk about. I want to know how you got to 180 members. What's the main way you've been marketing yourself in your gym? Honestly, it's been word of mouth and social media is what is what's really it. We're a close knit community here in Santa Cruz, and I had a big following before I opened. Um, through COVID, I you know once COVID hit, because I. I I opened a studio up in COVID. I mean, who does that? Like, I mean, I don't My know. Studio I, also opened during COVID, March of 2020. Really? Exactly. Yeah. So crazy. But, you know, a lot of trainers had to pivot. We all had to pivot when COVID came because we couldn't go to work. And so I went to social media and um, all the different places that I worked, 
um, you being a trainer probably know it's not just you're at one place. I mean, I was working at multiple places and through COVID, we all came together on social media and not only did it help the community, but it saved me as well. It gave me, it gave me something to do and it kept us connected. And so we built this fuel fitness community and then we went to Zoom and I had 60 members on a monthly membership on Zoom for a while, which was super cool. Yeah. And from the donations from the social media, I was able to build out a website. So I had a website and um, I added a union, which is kind of like mind body, but it's a newer type of processing company, added that. And then um, this studio, I, the next step was opening up my own studio. And it's been a dream of mine for many, many years. And honestly, I really think that because of COVID is the reason that I was actually able to open up a studio. I was so loyal to everywhere that I worked, um, but always in the back of my head, I wanted my own space. And um, there was so much help out there with businesses through COVID and forgivable loans, et cetera, that I was able to get to be able to open up the spot. And, and real estate was also, they were all um, working with you on giving you, you know, free months and things like that. Yeah, that's actually worked out to be a great timing. Um, you got to build that <laughs> online presence because of COVID. Yes. It gave you the ability to go in person. So that's like... Yeah, and I actually experience. still have... So as Fuel Fitness also has virtual, so we still have the virtual mm -hmm. um, because there are people that aren't able to attend classes or that are still not comfortable with being in a studio. And we have the studio and we have the outdoor space due to COVID because before that wasn't even something I feel that a lot of business owners were thinking about. You were just thinking about the building. Right. So we have a super amazing space outside as well that probably can fit 150 people comfortably. So Amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Tell me about, so going from online to in-person, did any of your online people become in-person clients or did you have to go out and source for people in your area to become, become absolutely fine. a lot of the virtual. I mean, the in-studio is huge now because people miss that connection. Like we're ready to connect again and not be alone. So definitely the virtual has gotten a lot smaller and in-studio has definitely gotten bigger. So, okay, and again, it's just pretty much been, you know, for me, because it's just me, <laughs> um, not being able to have a lot of money to you know for marketing or everything anything i mean pretty much up until now we've done a little bit of marketing and i had um i trained some companies and you know in exchange did some marketing for me but besides that it's just been word of mouth and social media yeah definitely okay tell me more about social media did you put any money into social media or has that just been organic growth that you've seen from i i did it first because i was doing it all i mean that was the one thing that in business because I was just kind of a one-man show. I was doing everything before and then all of a sudden, you know, I have trainers and I had a manager and I had to kind of release the reins, which was like super, super hard for me to do. And um, just having people do the things that they were good at so I could really focus on the teaching. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much how that went. I, I did most of the social media, but I did have someone helping me at the beginning, but now it's just just me. Gotcha. Um, what's a type, what type of return did you see on the social media marketing? Uh, do you mean in numbers or what do you mean? Just like in general, did you find that it was bringing in 
leads, like a good number of leads? Did you think the leads yeah, were you know quality? What? Again, again, it's word of mouth. I totally believe in the brand. I totally believe in Fuel Fitness and what we have and what we provide. Provide So it's really easy for me to feel passionate and want to like stop people in the middle of the street like, hey, here you go. You got to come try this. Yeah. And that's another thing too, is we've tried a lot of different things. We tried like half off the first month and you sign up for three months. We tried, um, we had a lot of founding rates when we first opened. And so that was really nice to give us uh, some money to be able to open. People bought some annuals. Um, we had the one first class for free. Now we have like a two week special. So it's always just trying to pivot a little and see what works best. Yeah, definitely. It's always like a trial and error game, kind of see, I mean, what referral program is going to stick, which type of ad. Yeah. Yeah. Always changing, always trying to figure something out. And again, I, what I've learned too, because this is my first business, you know, I've ever had is, um, what I've learned is that it's not always this big, huge shift. Sometimes it's just like a little tweak or just a little pivot. It's not like, oh my God, this is the end of the world and I've got to do this huge shift and no, we got to redo everything. Sometimes it's like, well, what if we just, you know, do try this? Yes, exactly. Keep the core, like what you're good at, bring your great services and then just like play around with like the small stuff and just, and see what sticks, see what people gravitate towards. Totally. Yeah, too. But what also I learned too, is that once I was able to let go of the reins a little bit and do what I love, which is igniting change in people through movement, that's like, where my passion lies. Um, once I, I was able to let go, then I realized I was doing more of that and I was letting my manager do things and you know my front desk supervisor do stuff. And I was kind of sliding away from that. So I wasn't in tune with everything that was going on in my business and things happened and my manager, um, has to, she's moving back to New York. So she's gone, my front desk left and I was like, holy shit wait a second, I didn't stay in tune and touch with everything that was going on. So that was a big thing too. But the, the main thing that I've realized through owning a business is that you truly have to believe, just believe and wait, like don't react right away. Just, you know, hold on because the universe doesn't want us to do bad and fail. Like that's not, that's not what's happening. Like we're here for a reason. Yes, absolutely. I believe that so much too. Um, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. You mentioned like you had a manager, you had front desk, but your your really passion is helping people through movement. As the business grows, what kind of like position do you see yourself taking on? Do you want to stay and train? Do you want where do you want to be more hands on versus where do you want to be more hands on? So for so for me, you know, training. I've been doing this for a while, and this is what I love, and I love the big things like. Tony Robbins dialed my number, not that he's going to dial my number, but if he said, Karina, you know, find this, I have 500,000 people and I need someone here in 30 minutes to teach this class. I would, even if I wasn't dressed appropriately, I was in jeans, I would be like, I'll be there in 20 minutes because that's, that's what Karina Reed loves. I love, and it brings, makes me want to cry every time I talk about it because I just like want people to feel what I feel through movement and how it can change. And with every cell in my body, I believe that movement is life-changing, period, plain and simple. And so that's where I see myself. I see myself here with the roots here and the heartbeat is the community of the studio thriving. But I also see me, myself, hopefully going out and inspiring people. 
yeah. and letting people know that like this is here <laughs> yes okay so big picture like obviously you want to help as many people as possible where do you see like the gym maybe in like three to five years from now I see this gym absolutely thriving, um, having great classes, can just continuing what we're doing now, but on a larger scale, for sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, okay, what are you doing right now, like actively to aid in the growth process? What steps have you been taking? Um, so a lot of community stuff. I'm, I'm really into community, to community things. Um, I said I wanted to build something for the community, by the community. So I had a huge event. Um, last month, the first one got rained out. The second oh. one, I, I named it. Yeah, the only day like that it rained and stormed. So we had to reschedule our whole event, our whole event for two weeks later. Um, that we had a great turnout. We had about, it was the first annual event I put on. We had about 250 people, 15 vendors. Um, it was absolutely amazing. So much fun. I had a couple of other places here in the community come out. So that was a really fun. Um, I'm partnering up with a company called Fleet Feet and I'm doing, um, I'm actually one of their sponsors doing something with them this week. And then I've got a few other things coming up. So anytime there's any community stuff, that's where I feel so part of. Definitely. Yeah. That's a great way to spread the word and know that you're getting quality leads in because there are people who connect with businesses like yours or, you know, yeah. yeah. And we also have like customer IO to where, you know, it, it, it watches and it sees and, um, you know, people that say maybe have just come once and they get something mailed to them like, Hey, come try this for this. So playing around with that. But I mean, Santa Cruz is a, is a small community and it's just, it's a lot of word of mouth. Yeah, definitely. Um, would you say that the word of mouth clients that you get in, is it predictable each month? Like you kind of can estimate how many new people are going to come in from that? Or do you find it to be kind of like a trickle that's a little bit more unpredictable? I mean, everything right now because of COVID and everything going on after that, it's just nothing is really predictable. <laughs> right now, <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Nothing and. Um, yeah, I mean, just the clients, the clients here going out into the community, again, is the biggest part of what's built my business, for sure. Absolutely. But I would definitely like to do um, more marketing, for sure. Having someone being able to be at a level to where I could have someone come in that's really good to take care of that but def is definitely in the near future, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I feel like as you start to grow and scale, I mean, word of mouth, word of mouth is like good, but at some point, you know, it starts to trickle off. And if you really want to hit the gas, you know, you're going to have yeah. to have some kind of fuel to it. So yeah, I've definitely found like, especially through social media, um, that's like the biggest push to really yeah. get people on the door, get them, get your uh, business name in front of new faces. People are yeah. at home, they're going to click that call to action. So yeah, definitely, definitely. And a big part of the Fuel Fitness too is also my personal training. You know, I have a lot of clients that I personal train. So that's really what's keeping Fuel Fitness going as well. Again, we're only in our first, we just celebrated our first year. So there's going to be many changes, but I see it thriving and I, I watch the people that come in and it's just such a high vibe community here. Like it's just, it's so amazing to be part of something so special and so big. You know, I just feel like this little, little piece and this big, amazing thing that's going on. So, yes, you are a little piece, but you are like the big energy that attracts. 
the clients <laughs> have the same energy. So that's so good that you're yeah. like putting that good energy out there and then in turn you're gonna get those clients that it's really what I'm passionate about. Yeah, it's what I'm passionate about. And it's about. so cool. Like I before this I did corporate stuff, I did hot room, I worked at gym, I worked up at juvenile hall, mentored mentored some kids. And it's like all the different people from all these communities came here and we created this new community. And it's just so fun to watch it grow. That is so cool. Okay, so I want to know, so what would you tell someone who wants to start a gym tomorrow? What would be your biggest piece of advice to them? Something you wish you would have known a year ago? Oh, dear God. (laughs) (laughs) Or a few things. I, well, I'm stoked for my journey. It is, there's been some places that have been really scary opening up a studio, but I'm just thankful for every little piece because it's gotten me to the next space and the next place in this whole project. So um, what I would say is one of the biggest things that I learned at the beginning was to not react right away to just, I have to believe, I have to believe and to really manifest that. And when something when I first opened when something would go wrong because there's a lot of things that go wrong that you don't even see that are gonna that that are coming your way to just hold back and just breathe just don't react because my personality I'm react to things I'm very quick and fast and go 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 um that's the main thing you know to find people definitely that um that you can pay that are good at what they do so you can do what you're good at. But at the same time, my lesson that I'm learning now, now that I'm doing everything, is to don't um, don't lose part of that. You know, definitely know exactly what's going on so there's no gaps that you have to go back and be like, oh my God, you know, this person is no longer here, what do I do? Like knowing exactly what's going on in your business. Like right. to the T, very important, okay. yeah. Um, okay, I'm curious, you as a business owner, you're now, you know, like you said, front desk and you're managing and still training. How do you balance your time? How do you make time for yourself? I sleep yourself? here. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, how do I balance my time? Well, I'm not really good at balancing stuff anyways. I'm kind of the type of girl is just, you know, pedal down to the ground. And that's, that's one of my things that I need to work on, definitely. Um, but this is what I love. Like, this is where I want to be. This is, this is my passion. And I'm very grateful to be able to, um, to know that because a lot of people don't find their passion. And I would definitely not open up a business if I wasn't passionate about it. That's another thing too, you know, definitely knowing and passionate. And it's cool to be on both, both ends, you know, being a trainer for so long and then now also being the business owner. It's just so cool. It's like, it's just so awesome. And then, you know, one of the things, again, that I love the most is doing these community events. And especially me being a recovering addict, you know, for so many years now and being one of those drug addicts that was in the streets and wasn't people ran from and now people come to me for help. Like, it's just, it means so much to me. That feels so good. That's amazing. You have such a Yeah. (laughs) Do you have like, do you have any like client stories or like someone you've helped that really like stands out to you? God, there's so many. They're all, they're all absolutely. I really love, I work with a lot of kids, a lot of young girls, and I really love doing that. I loved working up at juvenile hall with the kids up there. Um, 
I have an amazing couple that comes here and they are in their late sixties and they take my, they used to take my hot classes. They used to take my classes in 103 degrees in a hot room. Crazy, right? And they've probably been, yeah. And they've probably been with me. Um, you know, been loyal and followed me wherever I taught for about, probably about six years now. And they are here four to five times a week. And um, the husband, you would never guess, uh, he actually has Parkinson's. And his doctor said the one thing that is most important is to keep moving. And this man is so amazing. And um, everyone knows him here and who he is. And he actually just started uh, rock climbing at the climbing gym on Saturdays. So actually now he's here four days because he's there. Um, he's there on Saturdays. But another thing too, that's just super cool. Um, I get a lot of women, a lot of people, you know, they bring all of their stuff with them. They're heavy and now they're walking out like this. Yeah. And it's not even, it's, it's just the confidence, the confidence that exercise can bring. Um, you get to know yourself a little better, you know, and being able to be part of their journey and be in that spot where something, a light switches on in their head. That's probably my favorite spot is when I'm with a client or I can be in a full room of people and you can feel that one person and you're able to give them something. And again, it's above my door, ignite change, ignite something in them where they are able to um, turn it to where they are like, no, we can do this. And it's a whole yeah. switch, everything changes. And to yeah. be part of that, like that's really personal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I've always said like, being a personal trainer it's also like being a hairdresser sometimes like you're with these oh, persons totally. like an hour every week they're unloading to yes. you you're watching them like grow and flourish and yeah it's such an amazing like energy exchange to be part of that right. and so think, give that they trust us and they feel yeah. safe with us yeah like wow and especially again me where I came from and my past for that is just so special I remember when I first started I mean I still do it I after a session or something, I would just cry because it was so amazing to me, that connection. And that was another thing is realizing that human connection, how strong it is with someone and how you can change. One person can change someone's life forever. So yeah. don't ever underestimate, right? That power. Everyone has it. Yes. I love that so much. That's such a good, good thing to leave our listeners with. Um, yes yes I love it okay before we sign off tell everyone where we can find you what what are your socials what's your website so my name is Karina Reed C-A-R-I-N-A Reed R-E-I-D you can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook and then Fuel Fitness is Fuel with an F Fitness with the PH your prescription to get health and empowerment um you can find me yeah I just started TikTok, which is really, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be 50 next, 50 coming up. And so TikTok was a little different for me to, you know, find out. But yeah, you can find us there. And then the website's fuelfitness.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Karina. You yes, and thank so you. much knowledge today. Thank you. Absolutely. This was amazing. Um, I can feel your energy through the screen. So I know our listeners are going to love this episode too. <laughs> Um, but I absolutely appreciate your time today and your contribution to the podcast and look forward Definitely. to seeing what you accomplished. And I really love what you guys are doing. I think this is a great gig and just being able to, you know, be a new business owner and, and come on here and be able to listen. I mean, you have so many people's stories on here yes. and everyone is so different. And, you know, anyone that's 
is new to the fitness industry or the business, um, this is definitely a great way to learn. I mean, I mean, it's great to learn in books and this and that, but just hearing other people's experiences, I think is definitely the way to go. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes, I love that. I love that people are like learning from it. There's so many episodes you can find someone who's going through what you're going through too. So that's right. Exactly, girl. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And don't forget, yeah. if you want to be notified about future episodes, everyone out there, hit the like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.